0: Please listen carefully.
1: And now, live from an alternate dimension, it's the Assuming Positions Podcast, featuring two guys whose words aren't synced up with their mouths Kevin and Mikey.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions Podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. We are here live at Anime Houston 2023. Having a good weekend. It's Sunday morning, and as all our fans know, Sunday morning is when we can finally wrangle some of the guests, (laughs) (laughs) because they're way too busy all the other days. But Sunday morning is nice and slow, a little lazy, Yeah, and uh, we have a great guest with us.
2: Mikey, introduce our guest. We have Kyle Kobe jones Good to see you, man. Hello, hello.
1: I was easily wrangled this morning. (laughs) Very wrangleable.
0: He was moving slow. Scott went over there, and he got his little lasso out and (laughs) wrangled him up. Drag them over here
2: yep and just to take care of protocol yes. uh, kyle you are a director writer producer and actor multi-slash person yeah it says since 2007 what was the official why is it specifically 2007
1: oh um i don't know it's really 2001 i would say nice w- when i started in the adr universe okay i started off doing live action before the anime there you go monster movies and guys oh. with swords and whatnot
2: <laughs> that sounds awesome was it live-action stuff around here, like still through a Dallas company?
1: Uh, no, it was uh, through ADV Films, which uh, is down here in Houston, um, yep. but not anymore. Yep. It, uh, it fell to the wayside, but was reborn again oh. as Sentai Filmworks. Yeah. And, um, yeah, living the life of the Phoenix right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but more importantly, you're also one of the, the people we like to meet at a con. You became one of our con friends, and so that's, yes. why, that's why we had to sit down and chat yeah. with you.
0: For real, yeah, and I guess you've known the con owners Jay and um, John John for a long time.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I was actually doing stuff with John even before anime. He is a actor all around, yeah. and I was in advertising, so radio, TV spots, things okay. like that. You call yeah. up John Swayze.
0: Yeah, I remember that that when we we've talked to them before, and he was big in that scene for yes. a long time, and then. Were you here in houston when the the anime started popping off and you got wind of what was going on and
1: oh no i uh i successfully fell backwards into this nice, oh, nice. yeah um and i get asked all the time well how do you get into this and yeah. so well, here's my best advice love it go to school for advertising <laughs> okay uh, move to new york do some of that get it on the resume then come back to texas get married and then two weeks before your wedding, get laid off. Oh. Yeah, just, uh, you know, it's for, your, for the best. It's, it's a growing it, period.
2: It's part of the path.
1: Yeah. And then you wind up in a Houston ad agency, mm-hmm. and then you're going to get a surprise phone call out of the blue. Your boss will walk up to you with a phone number. Okay. And say, here, a friend of mine gave me this number, and I'm afraid I may never see you
2: again. And she was right. That's almost. That sounds like the start of an anime, though. It's like yeah. I was handed, the stranger came up with this mysterious number, said, mm-hmm. "Call this number, your life's going to change. Goodbye forever." Boom,
1: and it worked. <laughs> See, so that's all you got to do.
2: Wait, you were an, you, you were in advertising in New York
1: uh, for a little bit. Yeah, were, yeah.
2: You were a madman.
1: I was uh, actually I was on Broadway, so I guess oh, I was well. a Broadman.
2: A Broadman, <laughs> yeah. Not a Madison Avenue man. A Broadway mm. man.
1: We, we were right Broadway. across the street from Letterman. And do you remember when he would throw stuff off the roof? Yes. Yeah, that was the street between our building and his. Oh, wow. So we got to watch it from that perspective.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's awesome.
2: (laughs) That's a nice little break in the day. It's like, oh, guys, it's Letterman time. There's going to be watermelons. (laughs) Everyone
0: to the north side of the building oh
1: man
2: i oh.
0: forgot for until you mentioned that again i forgot that he used to be young and do that stuff <laughs> wild and crazy dave yeah and,
1: and there was a he, he had a little bit it didn't last very long but he would call someone across the way and it was a person that yes. worked for it it was this gal uh, one of the receptionists oh
2: yeah,
0: i remember <laughs> that wow that's crazy That is crazy
2: that's fun Um, But you hinted at an acronym that I know our producer always struggles with because I have to correct him, so I want to get this on record so I don't have to correct him a whole bunch. You said ADR director? Yes. What is ADR?
1: Well, it um, is an antiquated term but it officially means uh, automated dialogue replacement. Ah. The automated never made sense, and it's still not automated.
2: My best guess was additional dialogue recording. <laughs> it uh, I
1: mean that works better. <laughs> to be honest with you. Fair enough. It um, it's basically the dubbing process where we what we get in from Japan is a collection of tracks. We get the video, then we get the uh, hello Olivia Swayze. Hey hey. Hello, hey hello. Olivia, come here and say hello. Be Hi, on the podcast. Lily.
2: Hello, assuming Physicians. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very doing? glad to be here. I'm very well. Yeah. How are you?
0: We're doing great.
2: Excellent. You guys yeah. look really cool with your headphones on. Thanks, and your yeah. yellow microphones. We look
0: official. We're fooling everybody. The
2: color coordination is my favorite thing I've yeah. seen. Like here, it's awesome. Thanks. It's awesome. Appreciate yeah.
1: it. Okay, that's enough. You've uh, you can't hijack <laughs> the <that> podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it. Um, that's because, the fun thing about cons is the people walking
0: around. Oh yeah, yeah we great. can.
1: Every thirty seconds, I could probably yell someone's name. Here. <laughs> But yeah, we get a, we get from Japan this collection of tracks. You have the music, you have the effects, yep. you have the dialogue and then you have the video. And so we strip off the dialogue mm-hmm. and then we rebuild it from there. Right. The script gets split between subtitle writers. They're trying to make it short yep. and concise so you can get <laughs> back to watching your show. And then the ADR dialogue writers mm-hmm. are matching mouth movements and expressions and stuff like that.
0: So that's the, that's the main thing, the difference now between newer anime, it seems, and the older stuff is that they're actually trying to fit the words into the mouth flaps. Yes. As yes. opposed to, because I'm an old head anime guy. I used to watch stuff in the 90s. Okay. And they didn't even try. You ended up with like that Japanese mm-hmm. kung fu movie yeah, that feel to, to it. Or, they would have to like add in a laugh to fill in. You ever remember <laughs> You know, it's like, I'm, I think you think you're the one who's going to do this?
2: <laughs> you can't see it, but our mouths are still moving. Yes, our right. mouths are still moving. And um, when
1: you watch it in, to this day, you watch it in Japanese with subtitles, you don't really get to analyze it much because you're reading the bottom, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. their flaps are way off. They <laughs> do not care at all. Yeah. Um, it's more of an American thing to uh, yeah. get distracted by the mouth movements being off. So, yeah, it became a... Uh, when I got there in 2001, it felt like it was already becoming a thing. Like, yeah. let's get this as tight as possible.
2: And was it was it ADR? Was that what the phone call was about, bringing you in to do that stuff?
1: Yes, yeah, to do anime. So... It beats uh, selling toothpaste yeah. oh, for sure.
2: Yeah, <laughs> better better than a punch in the yeah. face, as our friends like to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it uh, it was certainly a, a wonderful change. And funny story: when I was a kid, my father had a very early uh, VHS on the shoulder camera. Oh wow, nice! Okay. Um, he worked at a rec center, and so the city bought okay. it for them. This was in Dallas, and so we would record, and we had a VCR. So we record the news or something mm-hmm. and then put that tape in the camera, play it from the camera to the VCR, but we ran a wire to a microphone before it got to the other one and then into there. So we would have, you know, newscast guy gets on there and says, uh, man eats sandwich, more at 11. <laughs> and we are just a bunch of dumb kids doing it. But now I'm still doing the same thing.
0: That's what You did that pretty much the same thing with that Gamera movie.
1: Yeah. You guys yeah. Had. We did a, uh, we, I got to do a big monster movie. Yeah. Gamera is a. Turtle version of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's he, really neat. He flies. He's full of turtle meat. Yes, he is. Yeah. He flies like a pinwheel. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was actually our first uh, encounter with you. We were at uh, Anime Dallas and we oh. we came to the panel. That was oh, Anime Dallas
0: 2019.
1: Yeah. One w- of the teens. Yeah, it was a teen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was
2: pre pandemic.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you got Anime to see Dallas. some and Lake, s- Texarkana <laughs> <Yeah>. Lake Texarkana <laughs> Gamera. Lake Texarkana Gamera. Holy crap.
0: Yeah, and then, and, then, and then it was so long ago, we sat down at the end. We were only able to make it at the end of the panel with the Q&A, and Scott was like, man, I wish we had seen the movie. And we're like, dude, we did see the movie. I'm like, do you remember that Gamera movie where everything was Texas related and it was crazy? And he's like, oh,
2: yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So we got to see the Q&A twice. So, well, it's a different Q&A. That's why I like q and A's are always different. Yeah, get, always
2: get new questions. You always get
0: new questions, different questions. And
2: then the secret bit about how many times uh, uh, the phrase holy crap comes up. Yes. Yeah. And there is
1: a, uh, well, there's dissension in the ranks. Right. <laughs> There, there are two answers that will allow because John Swayze and Jay Hickman cannot agree. Yeah. Shenanigans. There is a half, that one of them gets cut off in the middle um, because the helicopter's crashing or something. Ah. And then the other one is a different person. It's not the same take. All of them are the same. Holy crap. <laughs> it's the same exact same take over and over again. But this one is just a different person says it.
2: So, so it I, counts how, to some people. How mm-hmm. did
0: that how did that come about? How did you guys decide to take that specific
1: Well specifically I I couldn't imagine what was going through my mind, but we um, <laughs> <laughs> it was back in the days of DVDs and so you needed yeah. special features. Right. Added value they mm-hmm. wanted. So Bonus a lot of, content. Yeah, you would normally get interviews with like the directors. There's Shannon Reed. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> you, I wish you could see the dancing happening.
2: <laughs> do
1: we well done everybody well done i'll, I'll give you your five dollars later <laughs> he's so famous <laughs> but we uh so we were thinking more along those terms and the original idea was to do it as another language like you would have the original japanese language i believe there was a uh probably spanish, spanish friendship mm, yeah. and then our english dub and then i was going well let's Let's add a, another one on there and have uh, it just as a redneck or a hillbilly. Oh, redneck. wow. That's hilarious. Well, I wasn't allowed to do that. In fact, uh, I was told, uh, you're crazy. You're going to really piss off the Japanese. So don't do this. So, verbatim Yeah. So I said, well, uh, how about a little just give me 12 minutes or something. Yeah. Just to put a little thingy in there. Well, that happened. It went out. Um, we got word back from Japan. They're like, they love this. They want to know if you can do the whole movie. (laughs) Well, yes, we can. In fact, we've already written that part. (laughs) So we added some. It gave us more time. We were actually able to kind of put more to it. We mm-hmm. added Swayze was in a uh, band called the PC Cowboys. So we added a soundtrack, some harmonica, it's a bunch of sound oh. effects and things. <laughs> that's it's why got, Kevin's drawn to it. He's there's a, a bag full of harmonicas next to you. <laughs> Never share a harmonica. So, no,
0: I'm not, I'm not, I don't want you to, I don't want you to play mine. I'm just telling oh, you there's a bag full of harmonicas. Oh, okay. next. Okay. It, um, it, there's a lot but of tongue yeah, action. Yeah. You don't share harmonicas. No. So, that's, that's what I, I remember. One of my sons was like, "Can I play your harmonica?" And I'm like, "No, let's go to the
1: store yeah, right now." You
2: don't know. We you went don't. to the store and I bought him a harmonica. I'm like, "Here's your harmonica." Yeah. There are many harmonicas out there, but this one is mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. So the, you
0: actually that that is actually added to a DVD as a language.
2: Um, it's
1: not. Right. They wouldn't not. allow me. Oh, to they do wouldn't let you do that. Right. So but it the became, Japanese wanted to hear it, though. Yeah, they wanted more. So when the box set came out, oh, okay. it, it involved it's. That's the only place you can really find it. And it's actually a different version than we play here. That's the full-length movie. We cut like 30 minutes out to make the comedy out of it.
2: (laughs) And to make panel time, I'm assuming, too. Yes, too. Uh, so does that mean, like, I'm taking a stab here? Because some of the one of the things we usually talk about with our guests is like where the nerddom started a little bit. <laughs> of course. Uh, but with this lane, um, my guess is maybe like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 kid, or was that um, any part of the wheelhouse?
1: No, I, I never really watched that. I know a lot of people say that. Oh, it's like that, or the uh, the it's Steve riff Martin. Tracks. Um, oh, Steve Martin. Uh, what is the. Uh Movie. Oh, uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaids. Yes. Yes. Um, where he kind of edits all together and he <laughs> becomes a part of the older movies. Um, but it was, there used to be a show, uh, Mad Movies, I think, on Friday nights. Yeah. And they would do a similar thing. Mm-hmm. It would be comedians in the front row of a movie theater uh, doing a live kind of, uh, each person would pick a character and they would just riff on it. And the first one I saw was. Uh, the Living Dead. Uh, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. There you go. And they couched it as they were having a dinner party, but they had no food. <laughs> and so all the people who came started <laughs> eating them instead. <laughs> and I thought that was just hilarious. And you mm-hmm. and the whole concept of changing what the story was. Yes. And so I looked back at this. So let's make another thing out of this. Not just the same story, but with hillbillies. So, yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a different story now. I got you. And ridiculous.
2: <laughs> oh, but like you, you were talking about have, playing around with a camera. I, I was in a similar generation to that. Like the reason me and my friends are so big into movies is because when we were in middle school, one of, one of my friend's dad had one of those VHS recorders. Yeah. Laying around. He's like, hey, can we use this? And he's like, yeah, I don't use it anymore. So take it. And it's like, this is all we're doing now. We went and made the like the worst movies imaginable. Yes. You know, 13 year old boys making movies. It's like mm. there's no story there. It's mm-hmm. like we're going to do this cool effect in camera. And it kind of works, and then on to the next scene. Right. But that, like, just having that plan around as a kid, it, it developed some sort of skill in me. So to hear it, like, to see that you've, you've transformed from going to the VHS recorder with the, <laughs> in front of the TV to actually doing it as part of the, the vocation is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it's a strange little trip it's been. Yeah. <laughs> is that
0: where the, do you have, a uh, like, a nerdy seed that was planted at some Type point that kind of let's see or, or it, are you totally just mercenary with this stuff or is there then or is there a nerdiness in there that you oh, like, certainly really get off on this
1: thing? i am well i love just puzzle building anyway yeah. yeah. putting together these things line by line are is like a big old puzzle um and getting the inflections right and all that but always enjoyed just little just projects i'm a project oriented person yeah the nerd nerd core part is i guess i, I was star wars i was perfect yeah. age i was born in 72. oh there you go so <laughs> i was like seven eight years old whenever yeah, it, yeah. It, it hit the world yeah uh, muppets I can I can uh, go Muppets all day long. The Muppet Show. Yeah, a Muppet Show. Muppets yeah. Take the Muppet Manhattan. <clears throat> the Muppet movies. Yeah, and the, of course he went to advertising in the third movie. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a huge. Mupp- I love the Muppet Show so much. It's one of my favorites. And I mean crossover. There's a lot of Star Wars crossover. They yeah. Had- the, that Mark Hamill episode is one of my yeah, favorites,
1: he, <laughs> um, and uh, of course, you got Frank Oz doing, yeah, yoga right, right, and, right, right. Um, it's good yeah. stuff. And pigs in space,
0: pigs in space, pigs
1: in space. Going, 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 going.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's the greatest. To, for me, I love all the Muppet stuff as well. But for mm-hmm. me, because I guess it was on when I was a kid, and I have, I have memories of um, the Muppet Show came on at a time when I was often at my grandparents' house. Oh, okay. So they'd sit me, I remember watching it on their TV versus my home TV, so it's a very oh, cool oh, yeah. memory of being in Somerville, Massachusetts at <laughs> my grandparents' house watching The Muppet Show. And they had one of those big, old-fashioned console TVs Oh, yeah. that looked like a piece of furniture. And once that TV, TV dies,
1: it. it becomes a TV stand yeah. for the next TV. Yeah, because you can't move it too heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's a million pounds. <laughs>
2: so are you having a good time at the convention oh yeah this has been a great convention
1: it's a it's a lot of people but not too many people it, it's kind of got that perfect size and a perfect feel to it yeah now but are
2: are you wrangled here for a specific purpose i know you guys showed gammer again here but mm-hmm. uh, what what is your ulterior motives for being out here as well? oh motives.
1: well part of the fun is jay and john john in particular run this the mm-hmm. shenanigan here, and um, so it's a good excuse to hang out with my buddies. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Wow, that sounds and
2: like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is how it started. Conversation with friends, and then we just added the microphones in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
0: a good excuse to hang out with our buddies at conventions.
2: And, and then just trivia for me, you said yeah. you were working on live action monster movies. Were you ever the guy in the suit?
1: Uh, no, well, I wasn't in that suit, but I was Chucky e. Cheese.
2: Oh, Charles Entertainment Cheese? Yeah, I,
1: I worked <laughs> at well, first it was uh, <laughs>
2: he threw that out there. It is
1: entertainment. his yeah, yeah. full name, <laughs> and um, it started as Showbiz, and then Chucky. E. Oh, Showbiz Ch- Pizza. Yeah, and then yeah. they they became one. Yeah, uh, Showbiz actually. I believe, bought Chuck E. Cheese, but right. they switched them all to Chuck E. Cheese because kids like the rat more than the bear. <laughs> okay. Billy Bob and the Rock of Fire Explosion was yeah. your uh, yeah. <laughs> was uh, That's the animatronic routine. band, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, every uh, every Christmas, well, right after Thanksgiving, you switch the show over to the Christmas show. And part of that involves stripping down the, uh, the animatronic guys. <laughs> and so you get to this one show, and, of course, we're all... You know, seventeen or whatever. Of course. So you go, we gotta watch the Terminator show. So you you have just robots play the show. <laughs> oh, and you've got all these awesome. Terminators doing the ooh
2: ee, ooh. But they got those robot eyes and
1: un, uh. un, un, unblinking stare. <laughs> Terrifying.
2: You, you guys, guys were
0: doing it. Five Nights at Freddy's before anyone even thought about it.
1: <laughs> that's
0: hilarious. That is awesome. So you were there. You were you were working there in the days when they had ball pits.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so, And kids think they're swimming, and they pee. Yeah. (laughs) We had uh, soccer nets that we would pour all the balls into and go take them to the car wash. Because <laughs> whenever, whenever some kid pee-peed in it. <laughs> Which was probably often. Yeah, more yeah. often than you'd want to admit. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> oh, you just give me so many flashbacks to all the, like, bit jobs I had growing up. And I was like, I'm, I'm probably a better person for it now. But if I never <laughs> have right. to touch a ball pit ever again, mm-hmm. probably, probably a good thing.
1: <laughs> Why does suffering have to make us better?
0: Yeah. <laughs> So uh, tell us about the crazy world of advertising, because we're see. we're tangent. <clears throat> we're both graphic designers.
1: Okay, yes, yes. So. And I was on the writing side, so yeah. you and I would be partnered up. Oh, fun! Um, either as a with an art director or a designer, the yep. copywriter goes yeah. side by side, concept together. Well, some of the uh, let's see, the very first thing I ever had to write or got to write, excuse me, <laughs> in advertising um, was for this these parts. Of a machine that cleans the turbine engines of airplanes. Okay. okay. So, really exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> so really
2: niche stuff. Easy to advertise. Everybody had, knows what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> all these <laughs> engineering words that, you know, have you know 58 letters a piece i just added ands and these in between and hope it made sense <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I got to work on some fun stuff i when i i moved out to new york did a couple of years of that and it was i got to be on like milky way norelco i mm-hmm. uh, did a coke radio ads there you go i you know, got some names on yeah. the resume
0: did you ever watch the show Mad Men?
1: Um, a little bit, but not. It, it's like when I grew up in Dallas, like we didn't watch Dallas.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Well, that's a, like my wife started watching Mad Men like later, probably during the pandemic, I think. And I couldn't I,
2: you became enamored.
0: I, I, well, no, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it with her because it upset me because I was like, I was, I was like, man, I was like, this is the industry I'm in. And it's so lame compared man. to what it, what they're portraying on the show. Yeah, this is not
1: the world yeah. anymore. Now, I did um, have a, uh, um, a boss's boss who had the bar in his oh, office. Oh, wow. And uh, they had just taken smoking out of New York buildings. <laughs> yep. That had just started and when we got there. So they're trying to deal with that. You'd have people, you know, the outside of the building was just a huge uh, mob of smoking people. Gotcha. At, yep. um, that were obeying the rules. Mm. Everyone else was just in there off of smoking anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Such a different world. That's fun.
2: Um, So uh, did the voice acting come because you were doing ADR and stuff and we're like, somebody didn't show up and you're like, I could do this. Or did that come before the whole thing and that was the lead in or?
1: Well, while I was in school and uh, even before that with our VHS camera, we all acting and writing little skits and stuff have always kind of been there Mm -hmm. and you only have so much budget. So a lot of. You know, we call them screaming dies. <laughs> that you just just getting there, and okay, the monsters are coming. We need a bunch of, ah! yeah, ah! and then one-liners. I love one-liners, especially giving a nothing, nobody character at least a little something memorable to say or a way to say it.
0: <laughs> like, 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 I wasn't even supposed to be here today. No, wasn't like
1: even that. supposed it,
2: to be here today. Uh, it's Kamiky, we, we, we love him for that bit. <laughs> I had
1: a um in a kill. There's one, they're just flying through kind of a list of victims that have all been, you know, slain by some, uh, evil guy. And so it's just this little froggy looking fella and he walks out and it was one line and he goes, oh. That bathroom will never be the same.
2: <laughs> and then bleh, stabbed, and he's dead. I didn't even know they had a bathroom there.
1: Plus, <laughs> he's so froggy. I I would like to see this
2: toilet. Oh, it
1: had to be kind of you know personalized.
2: Yeah, how does a frog ruin a toilet? Mm-hmm. That, that's got to be a spectacle. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't even know if I want to think about that. <laughs> Well, on the subject of crazy stories, so I, I'm traumatized because I, I put it upon myself to edit this podcast. So no, oh, it's hard. I'm the person that like the fun part is the the stuff that nobody else sees. You know, the stuff that it's on the cutting room floor. Um, what has there been like a hard day or crazy story? Where, what What's the time when you were like, why did I do ADR? I need <laughs> to get into go back to Chuck E. Cheese. No. <laughs> I'll never go back.
1: No, I, and um, I did have to go back to advertising for a while, and collapsed for a bit gotcha um to, that's where the 2007 i think there it is in. so oh. it, it kind of went away for two or three years and then poof it was all back again and now it's bigger than ever there you um go. but the uh you know, some of the harder shows like when i did vinland saga there's it's just such a massive cast yes um and whenever someone like trips and falls down if you're in a high school, and three or four people go, "Ha ha ha!" You fell down. <laughs> but when there's a horde of a hundred Vikings, oh yeah, it's a little yeah. different. So we had to have walla of a million dudes, big burly dudes, follow this whole story around, and that was, I mean, it it, it can There is a tedium to it because mm-hmm. you're doing finite word by word, line yep. by line. Yep. But that part turned into just a. Wow, and the pandemic had happened, so we couldn't put you know, five people all around one mic and do it. That's much more efficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ended up uh, just, yeah, one guy by one guy. Building it
2: piece by piece.
1: (laughs) Building a Uh, horde of Vikings. Yeah, and
0: then you have to, you know, everyone was recording at home in their own setup, Mm -hmm. so you probably had different, like, you know, the sound quality was all over the place. We
1: have a uh, test that we send them through. Yeah that our sound engineers get with anyone who wants to do it remote and they yeah. do a, a quick 30 minute session to make sure mm-hmm. the quality level stays the same. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. pretty cool. That's yeah. It it's quickly became evident that th- everything's going to sound different unless we unless you do that. Yeah. yeah. Put, uh,
2: so is that some but is that something that's sort of like new as far as like the industry goes? Like that became because of like Zoom meetings now be, uh, being a thing?
1: Right. Um the industry opened up big time to remote recording. Yeah, yeah. Out of necessity. And not everyone has stayed that way. Um, but we we've embraced it wholeheartedly yeah, down in gotcha. I like my last show I did had a person in Canada, a person in Prague, a person in Dallas. Holy crap. And then an LA person too.
2: Well the coordination alone it's stressing yeah. me out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting all those people from all the different places. Well all together.
2: And then yeah. like that that wouldn't even a problem I would go to consider trying to solve that puzzle. It's like, oh yeah, they might all sound different and not have the same equipment. Like yeah. usually yep. if you have a studio, it's like, oh at least we know all our mics are the same. Everything you mm-hmm. know, everything's kind of at least working and put together to go. But having to rely on everybody else's equipment, woo.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I prefer I prefer a person in the booth, you yeah, know, yeah. with us. then you're having different conversations. You can see each other's right. eyes, you right. know, there's something to that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's cool now that we can broaden our our talent base, right? Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. want every anime to sound like the same eight actors.
2: Oh yeah, not at all. We we like it when we can pick out our friends, but yeah. that's about it, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was kind of a tired thing, and we we kind of we don't talk about it anymore because we came up with a solution. What's that? Because, you know, in the industry, everyone argued subbed versus dubbed. Oh yes. yeah. and all that. And I'm wondering, from a person who is on the other side of the booth, not the voice actor. Right. Like, did you ever have a take on it? Because our take, I'll tell you right now, I'll just put it on Front Street, you're going to watch it twice anyway if you <laughs> love it. So just watch oh, gotcha. it both ways.
1: I see. I see. You know?
0: And then you read the manga, too, and then you've wow. covered all your bases.
1: Yeah. I mean, we get a lot of fans so, who are that into it, right, where yeah. they have felt every layer of this thing. My father um is an artist and cartoonist awesome and so whenever he would draw i loved watching him draw i would he would ask me what do you want me to draw and i would say the same thing every time th- every time two monsters fighting <laughs> i was a kid i was tight that's perfect um, but yeah it, it forced him into a creative thing but i love the visual art we would watch the disney stuff and of course um looney tunes and he would talk about the motions and how human they are. Gotcha. And so I fell in love with the visual art first. And so that's why I prefer dubs is because I like to see. I want to really absorb Fan- myself into, yeah, the visual part of it.
2: All the fantasy world and the monsters and all right. the new things you don't get in real life that you can absolutely do in animation. Yeah. And it,
0: it's it's a non-argument anymore anyway because it's so good now. So much care is taken. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I mean, it came out of like the stuff like I was seeing, the the early '90s stuff, where yeah, they were them, just
1: like nothing's matching. Yeah,
0: they didn't. They were just trying to get it out there. <laughs> but now there's a lot of caretaking. You guys take a lot of care with it, and for you, sure. You work hard on trying to figure out how to express what's being expressed by the original Japanese writers. Yep. But in English, so the flaps match, and <laughs> and you know
1: we have to fix jokes every now and then like yeah because
0: some of them are going to make sense right? yeah just yeah.
1: idioms and weird things yeah. that we say oh he's the cat's meow that's not going to be the same thing right, in another language. And, yeah. Bees knees? What?
2: Yeah. Dogs exactly. yeah. <laughs> bollocks?
1: So you have to either find an equivalent or just you know make another right. joke. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, I can only imagine. You probably do come across some things. You're like, what is this even supposed yeah. to
1: mean? Right? Right. I'll go to the translator and go, I don't know what boxing the blue fish means. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, go, oh, yeah. That's like a stitch in time saves nine. Right. Sure. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take
0: your word for it. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> I hope that's right. Yeah. Or else I'm going to look really dumb yep, later. <laughs> yep.
1: I always warn them, though. Your name's on this too, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team effort.
2: <laughs> All right, one small correction. Uh, you did bring up your love for monsters and monster movies. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm going to label you as a monster movie nerd because that uh, is definitely okay. a lane. I'll take it. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you, I mean, it's not my uh, number one. I, I will enough. say, but uh, you know, I, I watched a lot of Godzilla growing up. That's it.
2: Oh yeah, and Godzilla is coming back. He never dies. Yeah, I love it.
0: yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the new Godzilla?
1: Um, yeah, I've I haven't seen the new new one, mm-hmm. um, but I saw that first one that came out. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Oh good, yeah, me too. Yeah. He was- keeps getting bigger.
2: Yeah, getting, he
1: may need, uh,
2: we have. Yeah, they have to adjust the power creep at some point because you can only go so big. It's like yeah. Godzilla in space now. right is
1: going to start. Yeah, poking the old stratosphere. <laughs> it's great. We did uh, find a scientific way for Gamera the Big Turtle Godzilla yeah. for him to fly. We learned uh, that some tortoises in the ocean use uh, their cloaca. To uh, suck in water and then.
2: Propulsion!
1: Really? Yeah, to fart it out, and uh, (sighs) that's all it takes.
2: (laughs) One, I (laughs) learned. It's science, guys. I I learned that turtles have cloacas. I thought that was a bird thing. And they're they're fart powered. That is amazing. uh, I've uh, had the constant
0: (laughs) argument that that's the most convenient. Mm-hmm. Like a cloaca is the most convenient way to release excrement. <laughs>
2: right, really. As our friend Bradley f- refers to it, it's the everything hole. Just- <laughs>
0: everything hole. One stop shop. Yeah, that is. That's Brad's argument, right? It is. Our announcer, Brad, mm-hmm. he, he, I think he would prefer to have a cloaca. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. um, there may be some surgeries <laughs> that happen these days. <laughs> I <was> a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask around. I need to get a a scope done. Or we need to
2: write that movie: Gamera versus Brad, and Brad becomes part Gamera at the end and gets his wish fulfilled. The Cloaca Chronicles. (laughs) It writes itself now, man. How is he flying? It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a cloaca.
1: You always know he's
2: coming. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap.
0: That was a callback. Yeah. That was a callback. Very that was nice. That's great. Very good.
1: And every time he takes off, there'd just be a little pile there. You've got to clear out the flu, you know. <laughs> well,
0: I'm going to put a gold star on your forehead for that one.
1: <laughs> they waved at you guys this yeah, time. Yeah, well, yeah. We have fans, too. They we're in Pittsburgh colors they're so just more black they're, yeah well they're,
0: yes. they're fans we do, <laughs> yeah. now, yeah, we, do. we do owe
1: them ten dollars now yeah we do we do all
0: them ten dollars hey scott you gave them ten dollars right for waving at us mm-hmm. and making us look cool yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah thanks guys thanks yeah thanks scott <laughs> we appreciate it yeah you're doing a great job <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it yeah that's all right it. man okay. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate having you. Is there anything you want to promote, plug, uh, social medias? uh, Uh,
1: Okay, I have uh, an Instagram. It's kyle.colby.anime. And Twitter, I'm just kyle.colby. Kyle Colby. Colby Colby. Colby like the cheese.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: yes. Nice. (laughs) That is a good cheese. Yep, not colby like like the
2: smolders. Colby like the cheese. Oh. (laughs) That's the only other Colby I can think oh, of, I'm sorry. From there's the
1: a guy on uh, Survivor. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There was a Colby. <laughs> yeah. My dad's a Colby. Ooh, oh, yeah. so it's a family name. Yeah, there's Harmon Colby-Jones, Harmon Colby-Jones Jr. I'm Kyle Colby-Jones, and my son is Samuel Colby-Jones. That's oh. wonderful. I love a good family That's
2: name. Great.
0: Yeah, I, I like that, too.
2: And also, do you know that, like the origins of Colby? Because that almost seems like a Wild West cowboy ranch name. It's actually a... Uh, crazy
1: a little well not that crazy but very interesting my oh yeah i guess great grandparents they were fresh you know to the united states they're more coming from germany and uh, stuff like that and they didn't have any money they're living in uh, you know dirt floor sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and they couldn't afford rent and the guy at the grocery store a little corner grocery store would just kind of give them food and whatnot
2: and his name was Colby oh that's amazing wow so some guy I've never met yeah but like that that's that's that superhero origin story almost and like you have a namesake that represents something like helping Mm -hmm. out and just new people in a new land like yes totally it goes back that it's crazy that's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a good. That was a good pullout. And now <laughs> I'll never
2: look at Colby Cheese ever the yeah. same way ever again. Yes.
0: Oh Great. yeah. Well, every time we're gonna think of you. Every Aww. time we're in the cheese section.
1: And then share a little cheese yeah. with the next guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, we
0: love
2: it. <laughs> Sharing is caring.
0: Oh. So yeah, thanks so much for being here. Uh, you check bet. all his uh, social medias out, and check all the anime stuff that's coming out of his studio. That's The it. awesome stuff, and you can say, hey, man. I heard that that guy got out of the bathroom and said something strange. <laughs> I bet you that was Kyle. That, that frog <laughs> is back. <laughs> that frog is back, destroying Ooh. bathrooms. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. We want to thank that guy, Brad, for doing our announcing. thing. Not Scott Productions for our equipment and jazz R for our music. Uh, if you want to support our podcast, you can buy us a coffee, com slash assumingpod. If you want to uh, follow us, you can follow us at AssumingPod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And or Threads. And Threads. And X. And just, all the crazy uh, names. At AssumingPod on the social medias. You can send us to Gmail, gmail Dot com. And uh, Mikey, how would you like them to format the Gmail? Or should we ask Kyle? Every time we... Give out our Gmail. We want yeah. the people to format the Gmail to us in a certain manner. Like sometimes we've said, like in the style of a, a telegram, a telegram, or a you know, you know, news bulletin, a news bulletin, mm, okay. or you know, or a Ken Burns, you know, oh, style. Right. You know, write it old timey. Do you have uh, a style?
1: I would say uh, go for a recipe. A recipe. I love mm. it. Uh, yes.
2: We haven't. That's a first of that. That one. is the yeah. first one too.
0: That's
1: a first. the first. Excellent. So stir in a little ampersand. Woo-hoo. Yes, yes. <laughs>
2: so we, I love it. we
0: wanted the style of a recipe, there you recipe. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, thanks so much for listening. Thank you to Anime Houston for having us out. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for
1: being here, man. My pleasure. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye.